This podcast is sponsored by King Manual Therapy, restoring function to body and voice. Hello and welcome to Industry Minds, the podcast which discusses the importance of talking about mental health through the creative arts. My name is Kathy Reed, And I'm Scarlett Maltman. And this week we are joined by casting director and director, Harry Blumenauer. Hiya. Hello. How are you today? Very well. How are you? I'm very well. Got Paddy the dog here with us. Very we're very cute. happy. Sitting under the table, happy as Larry. We're happy as Paddy. He's very cute. <laughs> very He's good. very cute. So, Harry, we always start with a word association game. Can't wait. Are you ready? Oh, I think so. Are you going to be the quickest one we've had yet? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be the slowest. <laughs> sure. Sure. First one. All in steam. Uh, pastry. The Victoria Line. Hot. Spotlight. Work. Casting breakdowns. 3am. Big Ben. Construction. Pride. A lot of fun. The Leviers. Oh, and uh, Tux. Press night. Fun. That was good. Smashed it. Yeah. Smashed it. Yeah, smashed it. 10 out of 10. for Big Ben. That well, it's yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard game. We've done it on each other once. We're like, this is We're actually like, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Casting breakdowns. 3am. There yeah. you are. 3am. Exactly. Amazing. So thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. Um, Just to start off, what got you into the creative arts? Uh, I performed from a very young age uh, and then went to college and then thought, ah, it's either that or McDonald's. And don't get me wrong, I loved working at McDonald's, but um, went to college and then decided to go and pursue it and then went, oh, this isn't for me. So then I decided to make the switch to the creative side fantastic mm. love it so could you describe for us a typical day in your office if that is at all possible uh, a typical day in the office um i don't know the last time i was in the office that's the one, isn't it no <laughs> busy, um, busy 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 yeah no a typical day in the office i get in if i'm in the office i get in for around 10 have a cup of tea Always. not coffee well no i have a cup of coffee when i wake up and a cup of tea at the office. Understand. Yeah, because otherwise it's too much caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Get I'll, the shakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be shaking by about three o'clock. Um, now I have a cup of tea. I do the regular of writing breakdowns and then making selections for whatever show we're working on. Then we send out the auditions and then we manage the day from there, really. Yeah, and sort of hope that no one cancels. Of course people do. Oh, yeah. Or change times. Yeah. Everyone does. Really? Uh, and then finish around six and probably go to a theatre somewhere mm. or go for a meeting. How, how long would you say you spend doing admin and kind of... In the office? In the office. All day, every day. Really? If, I, if I'm in the office, it's all day, every day. If not, Gosh. then I'm in auditions, which is 90% yeah. of the time. That's hard. That's long. It's a lot of work. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work yeah. and it's, it's, it's a lot of... Um, sitting in front of a computer getting frustrated and then figuring mm. a solution out just putting out fires all the time that's all <laughs> we ever do um but it's it's all day every day admin really. wow yes amazing great um, so what parts of the job of a casting director may affect someone's mental health um i think the amount of pressure is underestimated mm. I think we, 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 we face a lot of pressure every day from all sides which of course is part and parcel um, and then the lack of sleep we never sleep 
It's a little known fact. We probably leave the office every day, but well, leave the office or we work from home until about two in the morning and then get up again at six to start all over again. So we do very and long is that, days. Is that looking through spotlight? Is that... Yeah, so <clears throat> we get everything done at the office as much as we can. And then, of course, we go home and then... Again. Yeah, try and get it all done so we're ahead. And we constantly have mm-hmm. to try and be ahead of ourselves. Otherwise, we get a complete backlog of work. So Jeez. holidays are great. Uh, they just... Um, there's always the stress when we go back to work of... of God, how much have I got to um, catch up on? And it's usually quite a lot. Luckily, we've got a very, very good team of assistants behind us and associates who manage everything whilst we're away. But of course, being a control freak has its um, issues Mm. where I'm like, just check in once a day. And they all tell me to go away. Of course they do. um, Go and chill out. Go and chill out. And I never do. Spy on my laptop. (laughs) See what they're doing. Love it. I think that's something that's actually come up quite a lot during this creative series is that everyone really likes to kind of be in control of what they're doing because I think as an actor you actually don't have a huge amount of control whereas all the creatives are like well I like to know what's going on here there and everywhere yeah Yeah. I I think quite a big part of it is especially for us is we have and I'm doing air quotation marks for anyone that can't see we have a lot of control over what we do but actually we answer to everyone Mm -hmm. so the control is great, but we have to make sure that the, the production team are happy with what they're seeing. We've absolutely understood what they've asked for. Very relevant to shows that I've worked on recently, which have been left of my usual casting game, which is great. Doing doing more and more stuff, which is wonderful. But it's been not entirely stuff that I do every day. So making sure that I bring in the right people creates more work than normal, which I adore doing. But it can be hard at points yeah. I suppose um, and then you don't go to bed till three and then Gosh. luckily I've got a lovely dog to, to cuddle oh, up to he's wonderful he's so a little cute. Paddy I've got to take a picture of him and pop him on Instagram, on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do it for the gram Paddy dogs are up. great as well like they're yeah. just yes everyone should have a dog if you ask yeah. the, world, the world would be better if it was entirely dogs absolutely well we should write a musical yeah. forget Pe- about people cats write about dogs yeah. Yeah. Dogs. Yes, Lloyd Webber. Why didn't you write one about? I know. Uh, why cats? Yeah. Why cats? <laughs> I love it. So you cast alongside Debbie O'Brien. What do you both learn from each other as you move through this incredible business? Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, what do we both learn from each other? I, th- I think patience is is quite because <laughs> we because we obviously run different halves of the um, company now. I've, I've been learning from her since I was able to alphabetize yeah. <laughs> um, which is which is great I was sorting CVs at the age of five going oh, this it. is where they all go um, but I, th- I think I've learned a hell of a lot from her very quickly and uh, I, I wouldn't want to speak for her but I imagine the thing she's learned from me is just to turn over as much as we can mm-hmm. and and I don't think I don't think it's easy for, for either of us to do it but it's, it's great and working together which rarely happens now. You, you know, very rarely see us in the same room together. Mm. So maybe I am Debbie. Who knows? Um, or maybe she's me. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I think she's just. Uh, I've just learned everything I know from her since I was of a very early age, which means that we carry on working in the same vein together, which is, you know, it's great fun. And yeah. there's there's always someone there to reassure the decision being made, and you know, we always pop in and out of each other's uh, breakdowns just to say 
I think you should see this person or this person's great and yeah. if we work with creatives for the first time that maybe the other one has worked with before we can go they'll really like this person or heaven forbid yeah. one of us is sick yeah. then um, we can go well look let me cover this for you and then you bit take over teamwork. Yeah. bit of teamwork it makes the dream like work yeah. and these are so busy as well like it's yeah. Still a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been great for the past few years, but you know, yeah. we we always we always panic that there won't be another show to go to, so it's constant yeah. going to meetings and making sure that there is something there. And um, I think I think for both of us, if if we stopped having fun, mm-hmm. it would be a real problem. Because yeah, yeah. If we didn't enjoy it, what, what would be the, oh, yeah, exactly. the, the, the point? Absolutely, it's a really good point. Go enjoy your yeah. job. So I think it's easy for actors to forget that the casting team, as you've already said, are also under pressure from the producers and the creatives to bring the right people into the room. Uh, have you ever felt this pressure? And if so, how do you combat it? <coughs> um, oh, lots of beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Um, how do I... Uh, sort of making sure that I've... Uh, have I felt that? Yes, yes. On, 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 on every job, I feel the pressure mm. to, to bring the right people in. And, you know, I just... The whole reason for... Uh, me being a casting director was to focus on the actors and take the focus away from us you know I, I felt that as an actor that quite often it wasn't about the the auditions and it was more about just the panel and I was a bit when I started casting I was going oh actors make this happen I'm I'm I sit there in awe of actors every day going oh I can't I can't do that like I can't do that anymore so you guys I think the, the focus needs to be entirely on you um uh and how do I combat the pressure? Uh, I, I, taking half an hour every evening to sit there and go, oh, we do this for fun. You know, again, I'm going back to the enjoyment part of it. And I think, I think it's a, a wonderful career for everyone because you do get to um, start off very young as a hobby mm-hmm. and then suddenly you get to go on stage and dance and sing and then yeah. hopefully get paid for it, you know. But yeah. it's a, it's a that's how I combat it. Just yeah. to take time for myself every day. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's such an important thing, like having fun and not taking yourself too seriously, not taking the industry too seriously. I think as soon yeah. as you start to do that, that's when almost like the issues start yeah. happening. Because if you lose if you lose the the reason why you started it in the first place, and let yeah. all the kind of stress take over, then. But I do, yeah. I, do I do these um, workshops things and every time I see someone get nervous I'm like you just have fun you know enjoy yeah. enjoy what you're about to do and use yeah. every experience you've ever had to, to relate to what you're doing but mm-hmm. don't forget that you love this yeah. crazy industry yeah. but we, we, we it's got to be fun hasn't it otherwise yeah. I'll go and I think it's great I'll go back and work workshops. at McDonald's which I did enjoy yeah, yeah. Um, I was just saying, I think it's so incredible that you do those workshops as well because I think as actors we have such a they paint a picture of how creatives can often be and that they're yeah. they're they're like this and they're so powerful and they're almost like robots and they're not people and then you go to a workshop, I think me and Kathy have yeah. both been to a workshop and it's like a couple of years ago and it's like, oh they're people, they're nice, yeah. they're lovely. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think that's a really, really important point you've, you, you, you hit there, like uh, all creatives are people in the same kind of situation mm-hmm. as actors, we're not aliens, well I don't think we are, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> You know, we're all in the same kind of situation where we just want everyone to have a good time. Like, you know, it goes from the audience through to the 
casting directors through to the directors through to the producers and no one starts this wanting to have a hard time yeah you start this because it's 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 good and yeah. you know you, you you go and watch a show and you leave feeling good so if you're in a show why shouldn't you feel amazing about it absolutely absolutely and um, so what can casting directors um as a collective do to ensure that they stay on top of their mental health of their mental health yeah i i think uh, uh we, we all talk to each other and yeah i there's there's a there's a very good group of um us that do talk and it's it's you know supporting and saying well this is great you've done all this and, and mm. what a wonderful job you've done there i i there's a weird thing in theatre where everyone's competitive all the time which is great because it makes the the level of work and the level of talent drive higher and higher mm-hmm. but i actually think when i go and see a show i do try and tweet if i if i know mm-hmm. who's past it, i do try and tweet saying oh my god what a good job by them and that's not to try and do anything other than yeah. go it's a nice thing to do like let's yeah. be, let's be nice to each other absolutely and, and, you know i go i've got a, a group of lads that, that we go to the pub to and there's a, there's a casting director in there and um and then a load of producers and we don't go to talk about work we just sort of go how was your week yeah. you good yeah. everyone everyone have a nice time let me buy you a pint yeah and a packet of crisps you know unwind a bit that's important yeah, yeah absolutely and i think i think that goes for across the across the board though like if i see someone an, an actor i know i'll go up and say hello and when they come to an audition i'm like all right mate uh, how you doing? All right, mate. I never say, that. <laughs> never say that. But I do say hello to everyone that I know, and I try and get to know everyone that's auditioning if I can. Um, but of course, we turn over quite a lot of auditions, so it's not always possible. As much as I want it to be, and I really do want to meet everyone. Like it's an oversaturated, um, maybe that's the wrong, overpopulated industry, and I want to meet as many as possible. So we do these general days, and I think it's. Uh, I'm really frustrated at the moment because I've not been able to do one for a while and I know there are good performers that I want to meet and constantly looking but I just can't get around to meeting them so that's really tricky and so when I meet someone new in a workshop like there I did a workshop last week and there was a lady in there who I was like oh god you're incredible so I brought her in today and she did really well and then I've got a guy coming in for a show I'm directing in August and I'm really excited I, I don't know if he's right for the piece but I found him in a workshop and I was like I really want to explore and see yeah. if that's uh, something I can make happen because mm-hmm. that's why we do them exactly. you know, yeah. that's why we try yeah. and meet everyone um, yeah yeah. yeah I think providing those opportunities is really is really great because as an actor especially when you're like not getting in the room it can sometimes feel because there are so many people yeah. it's not really to do with talent it's just like do you look right for this can we bring them in for this is it like and to have those kind of days where you can meet the casting directors it makes it makes you proactive and yeah yeah and I, th- I think that's a big part of it right yeah. like in, in the wider question of mm. um, how do we make sure that mental health things get better I think being proactive is such a big part of it and especially yeah. from our side as well like there are so many people that aren't proactive on both sides of the industry and I, I say both sides but it's yeah, I suppose it isn't two sides of an industry it's one very and I think there are so many people that aren't so it's quite difficult to keep on top of all that stuff if you just I, I remember as a performer I went through a couple of months of not working and I just sat and I did nothing and it just was a bit I, was like, I felt really rubbish about it not having yeah. done anything 
and then I got up and did stuff like learn a new song learn a new monologue and I suddenly found myself doing better in auditions and yeah, you know yeah. meeting people out and going to see my friends and because yeah. the worst thing I ever did was just stayed inside yeah. played on the Xbox you know? absolutely yeah it's like when although I do wish I could do that now just sit down and play the Xbox <laughs> you can, for five can. minutes I'm going to do it um, so it's like Xbox time the Xbox time yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you play like FIFA FIFA all the yes. time yeah I haven't even got the new one now because uh, don't have time. Don't have to, I don't have time to play FIFA. No. You can do it whilst casting. Be like, I am paying attention. Great idea. Yeah, get those like glasses. Yeah. You know, like the goggles, like play or like Nintendo Switch. We just have just have VR glasses. Yeah, just have, yeah like, I love goggles, it. and then be fine. like, great. I, d- I didn't think anyone would think that would be rude, would they? No, no, no of course not. It'll be fine. No. Like you understand that I haven't played the Xbox in about five years. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah. be like mental health. Mate. <laughs> do it for my mental health. I'm just improving it. <laughs> Um, so you briefly just um, chatted about directing yeah. before, and yeah, you, you also direct. Um, what led you on to choosing this path, and do you find it difficult to balance directing and casting? Um, I, don't, I don't find it difficult to juggle the two different jobs. I, I, I'm less proactive on the directing front. I do that because I really enjoy doing fun projects. So like, I'm a big fan of John Godber, so I've done three of those now hopefully four by next year and then I've got two of those ones going out on tour like little mini tours but even for me that's like a fun project and I get to go really really like just jump into a rehearsal room for a week and go let's recreate this and let's redo this moment for these tours Um, and that's really great so I'm I'm less proactive I don't actively go out and go oh I want to be a director it's something that I hope I'm good at and and so I've got a couple of things coming up this year that I'm really looking forward to so I've got uh, my first actor muso directing job and of course I've cast that a lot so now I'm getting to direct one and I'm genuinely buzzing about it and I do auditions for it next week and I'm like oh let me focus on that and then I go oh I've got this casting stuff but then with the casting stuff it's you know that's my career and that's that's what I my life is built on is that Um, but I don't think it's juggling the two jobs that's difficult I think it's juggling any amount of time or yeah. projects regardless because they all take up time but you know, I've got a wonderful yeah. calendar that yeah. tells me where I am it's great so what could we do more of in this industry to support our creatives I think that with creatives there's uh, a lot of pressure to do the right thing all the time which isn't always possible you know we're held to various variables <laughs> that was a weird one various variables we'll go with it we'll, we'll stick with it um but it, it's not always possible to do the right thing all the time. We have to... And there's not only one creative on each production. You know, we, we all answer to each other and quite a lot of it is mediating. So if someone has promised someone an audition but just, there isn't a role for them, a weird example, but if there isn't, then you have to make that call to go, well, there's no point you coming in and I know it's not going to be fair, but um, it, it's just, you know, I just think there's a lot of pressure. And I think it is... is reflected back as well for actors so I think um, sorry actors performers I just class everyone as an actor (laughs) but I think it's reflected back that you you feel like there's undue pressure on you and I don't think that's a a healthy way to move forward so everything we do is to to, to try and smooth that and I think that it can work the other way as well you know if we're running 15 minutes late 
we're not doing it on purpose. We're really sorry. We we and I genuinely for anyone I've ever kept waiting, I am sorry. Um, I'll move on to a point in a minute about that. Don't let me forget yeah. that one. Um, but I, I think that um, if we're running fifteen minutes late, we're sorry. We're not doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. If we had to move the schedule around because someone has to run for a train and it delays people, that's really bad. And if it's not. Um, you know, if we don't call you in for a number of projects, it's not because we're ignoring. We look at every single submission, but it's it's hard. You know, there's not enough time in the day to, to see everyone. Um, the point I was going to move on to yeah. from that, yeah. if we're running late, it's not fair on you guys. You've got other things to go and get to, but please don't go and um, complain loudly out at the cafe because there'll be someone listening there and it's just... You know, I was walking down the road at um, Covent Garden. I heard someone um, complaining about my audition the day before, and I felt I felt terrible about it. I was like, "I'm so sorry, but that actor didn't say anything." And I was like, "Oh, if I knew you had to get away, I would have moved everything around." You know, I really would do everything I can. So I think that that kind of stuff is 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 isn't great. But then also, I think on the other side that we complain about stuff that we don't need to complain about. You know. It's 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 not a perfect system and it's yeah. not a perfect world, but we do everything we can for yeah. each other. I think just um, on the whole timing thing, I think that, in my opinion, I think comes down to the whole way the actors view creatives mm-hmm. as robots, not people. Like all it would have yeah. taken was that person to say, "I, I really need to get out." Blah blah blah. blah yeah. Can I drop in this? And it's like, yeah, sure. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we don't talk anymore. Yeah. As, well, we definitely like no one talks anymore, do they? Like, I, I spoke to a, an agent the other day for the first time in three months, and we're we're friends. But yeah. I email them yeah. all the time, yeah. and we have a lovely friendship. But actually, I spoke to him on the phone the other day to make a job offer, and I was like, "Oh, hello, oh yeah, oh, hello. This, this is going to be fun." But you know, none of us talk anymore. We all text or email, and and anyone that knows me knows I'm terrible at texting. Just <laughs> don't I don't reply. It's very bad of me. <laughs> Do you think um, there is an undereducation of what casting directors do? An undereducation. That word. I think we should go with it. Though undereducation. Yeah, like a lack of. Let's go undereducation. We'll keep undereducation. Undereducation. I like that. I'm going to use that more. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, I do. I don't think um, people know what we do, and I, I get it. It's like a weird mysterious job that mm. seems to have all this power but it's yeah. actually quite a lot of this is just an admin job and you know um, but if there's no real way of teaching what we do because we just do it and unless you're in the office with us it's really hard to know what we do and of course I'd love to take on more assistance but we don't have mountains of cash to yeah. Yeah. set fire to and, and hack but you know we have an office of five or six so it's really hard to come in and do their jobs because yeah. they work for us and, and I l- really would love more assistance wonderful yeah. could have a holiday <laughs> um, but no uh, and we don't do um, unpaid work everyone that works for us gets paid you know yeah. and uh, I, I'm to try and be the biggest advocate of that as I can mm-hmm. having said that and I don't think this is related to the question at all but like I cast uh one fringe venue, which is where we are today, the lovely above the stack. Do come and visit; it's a lovely place to come and hang out. Um, and you know that's that's a, a fringe venue that pays at least minimum wage for everything they do. And I get it's not always feasible, but it's it's such a good way for 
us to meet new people and it's if, if if they can afford to come and do it great if they can't then they're not going to pressure anyone to do it you know no. it's um but yeah i'd love to have more people doing everything all the time so what is your opinion on the yes no campaign um is it as black and white as air quotes just give me an answer either way or are there other factors involved from casting director to director to agent to actor that kind of thing so i do give yes or no's i i I do i can't always do it for a first round i think there are weeks especially this year where i was working on 12 shows at one time in one week so when we've got first rounds and i'm I've got an associate in the room. It's really difficult for me to then just pop in and go, can I just grab your nose from that? And first rounds, we don't always do yes, no. I, I really would love to. Um, and I think it's a great initiative. But there's lots of um, casting directors that work alone. So I know a lot of casting directors don't have assistants or an associate that we usually have. And um, just to create the extra hours work it takes to do yes no's for one show um is 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 unfeasible you know like i said they don't we don't get paid millions of pounds you know um although that should be a good initiative yes all casting directors get a million pounds per show thank you very much but it's not always possible especially for first rounds now recalls we again 99.9 percent of our shows on recall stage get a no if they don't, it's I just haven't had time. But of course, if someone calls, I'll answer. Or if I get an email to, is there an update? If there's an update, I'll go back saying, I'm really sorry, it's it's not going any further. Yeah. Or uh, yes, they're coming in for recall. I just that's tomorrow's work. Yes. I, I'm not going to yeah. do that right this second. Um, but I do think that every actor should get a yes or no. It's not always possible. That's yeah. why we send out the recall dates as much as we can. So if you yeah. know that it's the recall date, yeah. And you know, quite a lot of the time, the recall date uh, is the day after. You know, and if we're doing three or four rounds, everyone will get an answer. But if we're doing, uh, so everything I do at the barn in Sirencester is pretty much two or three days of auditions. You get either one day or two day or first rounds. Then we'll do the recalls because the cast is smaller. It's possible to do that, um, and we do. I try and give a yes no to everyone, but. Again, on that, if I've got the recalls the next day, I can't do that overnight because I've got to focus on the recalls, yeah. not the yes, no. And I think the, the importance of giving a job or giving a fair shot at a recall with as much notice as possible, plus having a bit of time to breathe ourselves or, yeah. you know, see a loved one or play with my dog, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of outweighs... Play Xbox. Playing Xbox. Yeah. It kind of outweighs the need to do that extra bit of admin. Yeah. Now, saying that... I, to stick up for every casting director in the world. We're snowed under by admin, and uh, I think if every casting director in the world could give a no to every single audition, they really would. And I, I, I know that a lot of my friends who are ca- in casting really want to be able to do that, but there just simply isn't enough time. Yeah. And if I was in a situation at, um, at press night where an actor said to me, uh, you never got back to me about something and I, I said I'm really sorry it's just that I didn't have time or it went under the radar or the new filter on my email system sent it to the bin and I hadn't checked it then that's really hard and you know you feel terrible when that happens but I can't control everything mm. as much as I want to but some things do get missed not masses like one or two emails maybe a month get yeah. slid away somewhere and we don't see them and it is difficult when that happens yeah. 
and it's hard for actors as well when they don't get the news they want but we're only humans exactly it's like, yeah. like the song isn't it yeah. we're only humans after all yeah. except yeah. for Paddy who's a dog Paddy is adorable <laughs> um, yeah I, I think that's the thing is that from producer to casting director to agent to actor everyone is a human and everyone is trying to do their best and yeah. we aren't robots which is what people sometimes think it's but not. it's like if I said do you know, you know like like in this situation if I interviewed a load of actors and said what's, what's hard about your job and you'd go well we're humans right and I, I, I totally empathise with that because I used to be one not be a human, human. <laughs> I, 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 I used to be an actor and it was really hard when I didn't get news so I was on hold for a film for something like three months wow. and then I never got the answer and then the film was released so I sort of assumed <laughs> at that point that I didn't get it and that there is still one producer in MT who I won't name because he's a friend but I'm still on hold for one of the shows and that was seven years ago still it was, it was any time now you're any, get that I'm going to get the phone call saying do you want to come to like Malvern and do the show I'll be like yeah yeah, <laughs> I don't act at all anymore but if they call me with that show I'll be there <laughs> yeah so sometimes actors um, can find it impossible to get a foot in the door I think especially graduates how do you feel about actors emailing you personally yeah their face seen do it like we have emails my, my email address is public it's on my twitter Ooh. go and find it go and my, I think my phone number is public please don't text me oh gosh but like, <laughs> no but you know our, our, our office number is public our, our um, emails are public so that you can send your CV always put the title of the show that you want to be considered for generic ones are harder they get filed into our this person's written to us so let's have a read of it when we have time and if it says for anything upcoming that's really difficult for us because we have spotlight and the emails coming in for that project and then we do get, not for every single production but we do go back into our general file to say all right who's read for us let's have a look but also you get thousands upon thousands of submissions yeah. so you don't always have time but absolutely email us invite us to things i don't i don't always respond to um invites by the time i've been of the date of the production yeah. but i'll always try and go back and say I'm really sorry i missed this uh, yeah I hope it went really well. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Saw the really good reviews. Well done, you. Um, but no, like absolutely email us. And yeah. I don't, I can't. Again, I won't speak for every customer because I know right. there are some that specify. Please don't email for this. Yeah. And that's fine too. You know. And if yeah. if if you're really right for it, go to one of their workshops. Try and find some way of getting it. But absolutely email us. Email me with anything. Don't um oh. <laughs> don't don't over email though. So don't email four times for the same production, yeah. you know, mm. and a quick cover page, nice, short and sharp. The one thing I will say, actually, on this subject, so people, like, no one posts anymore, which is fun and, like, amazing. You don't have to spend money on the post and you've got mm. free emails. However, when you, if you do send something, we, we had people send us tea bags and Kit Kats and the best one we ever got was someone's CV on a pair of pants. Now, what? So that was, a, that was a weird one, right? So, like, the tea, the tea bags when we're not going to drink them because they've gone in the post and that would be yeah. that would be kind of gross wouldn't it yeah. Kit Kat the one the, 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 guy, uh, the person that said their uh, Kit Kat said take a break on us and I, I was livid when I read it I was like ah I really really want to eat this and take a break but because you've told me to I felt <laughs> angry about it and then the pair of pants well oh I don't think I need to justify that it was, it was a really really good but it was like someone's CV on a pair of pants 
That's a lot of effort. Yeah, and well done for getting it printed, but I, I don't know what... Oh, so I like don't know actual what... material with their CV printed yeah. on it. But like in the shape of a pair of pants. So if you imagine a pair of pants, CV on it. Weird. Was it like Spotlight page or was it... Oh no, it was so... Yeah. And like, send us a CV. <laughs> don't send us a weird pair of pants. It was, so it's guys, bizarre. if you're listening, don't send your pants to Harry. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there are... That is blown my mind. But that's like over doing stuff right and yeah, I, I yeah. but absolutely we're very open we really want to know you and ah oh, we'd love to meet all x thousand people on spotlight but i just i just can't yeah. you know there's, there's so many there like last year i met something like i we uh, met about seven thousand performers wow that's just a tiny drop yeah. a tiny drop of them and this year we're, i'm gonna try and meet more and i'm really as soon as i have a spare day i'm gonna do the next general day and Hopefully we'll like do a dance general day where I can just get fifty people in a room and we'll dance for two hours. I mean I'm not gonna dance. <laughs> Why I, not? I don't do that. Cash <laughs> but yeah, like it's just yeah. I wanna meet as many people as possible. So as a casting director and a director, what makes you take risks on people? As in as in hiring them or, or yeah. giving them a chance. Ah yeah. just like there's so much to be said for someone that comes into the room in the right manner and sort of comes in friendly and sort of they want to be in the room with you and then they turn out to be an exciting actor or singer or dancer or whatever and that just makes me go well you deserve the biggest chance possible to 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 go and get the job that you you know you slave away for 18 years of your life Mm -hmm. trying to be the top of the game and then no one gives you a chance so i think if you come in in the right manner and we get on and I'm going to want to work with you, then why wouldn't I? Yeah, like, cool. I just, I don't know. I The reason I do um, things like uh, Above the Stag, especially Above the Stag, because it's a, a literally an all-inclusive building. Anyone can come here and it's the best place to even come and hang out. I mean, you guys sat in yeah, the, in the bar cool. earlier and it's just nice to hang out there, right? Yeah. Um, and my office is here and we really do give everyone we can a chance. And... I, I, I sort of linked I, every single person that comes into audition I really want them to get the job if they are in front of the panel I want them to get the job and I, I once said in a workshop and I, I didn't live it down now I'm putting it into the internet there you are, this is gonna be <laughs> like when you go into an audition the job's yours for five minutes so just keep the job does that make sense? Yes. Like, I, no one's going to sit on a panel and go I don't want to before they've done anything yeah. literally we go see you and you go and give your music to the uh, it, it feels a little bit like um, my birthday when, when when someone goes to the piano and I, I miss what they're singing and I'm like this is really exciting what, what, are they going to sing something I really love and then they sing something completely new and um, it's amazing like I get to hear this for a job yeah it's amazing so that, yeah. I just want to I want to employ everyone I really, really wish that I could just go, oh, here's 70,000 jobs. Everyone have one. <laughs> Everyone have one, yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure every producer wants that. You know? Yeah. Every, every director wants to do 100 shows at once. And, and at some point I'll be able to do that. I'll clone myself. Oh, yes. Then we'll just cast everything. everyone. Yeah, everything. Everyone <laughs> in a job. Yes. And now a word from our sponsor, King Manual Therapy. Hello, it's Stephen from King Manual Therapy in Covent Garden. And I'm going to talk to you today about why we pair singing lessons and vocal massage. This is a unique service in London, 
and we pair singing lessons with vocal massage to keep the vocal athlete, the professional vocalist, in top condition. This means that you are going to get an audition through and know you can nail it. All the details for how to book in for your joint vocal massage and singing lesson are on my website, which is www.kingmanualtherapy.com. Would you give to a lot of actors go into the room and they might fuck it up and then they'll kick themselves for like several weeks till that casting director will never see me again. I was awful, and a lot of especially with a lot of people with anxiety, and um, they can really get themselves in a rut. What advice would you give to performers that may have been in that situation or are going through it just now? So, uh, anyone that's done a done a um. I, th- I think the less of a shit you give about the audition walking in, not about the job, that's obviously going to mean a lot, yeah, but absolutely. the less of a shit you give about the audition and things go wrong in everyone's audition, you know, you get perfect auditions, of course you do, but more often than not, auditions go wrong for the person. We very rarely notice when you guys think that you've done something incredibly wrong. The likelihood is we're going, oh, they were good. Uh, 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 and then if someone on the panel says oh yeah but they cracked and then they go yeah but everyone cracked you know and I don't know the last time I sat on a panel and someone said they cracked I, ge- I genuinely we don't care if you crack you know everyone gets it wrong at yeah. some point and also it's a crack we're sitting on this side of this stuff to because we're not doing that yeah. if you guys crack we've all done it at some point I remember one audition I did and it was dreadful and ironically it was for Debbie it was was awful I I literally walked into this audition unprepared which was the worst thing I've ever done Uh, ah we'll do a side note of that as well always be prepared Um, but when you you, I went in and I got it completely wrong and I really panicked and I left and I was a bit emotional about it Um, I got a recall you know it was fine and it was genuinely the worst audition I'd ever done and there are friends I'm very close to that uh, still audition for me and and, um, because I'm and I'm still friends with lots of actors who I've worked with so when, when they audition for me and they leave in a panic I, I feel really bad for them I'm like but you did such a good job and it is always a tale of um, two sides story of two gentlemen of Verona I don't know where we're going with it. no but it's, 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 it's always two sides to it so you come in sing come in do the monologue if it goes wrong it goes wrong and we don't mind if it goes wrong, you know, and, and just leave and go to the pub, walk the dog, read a book, do something else. I think everyone just needs to calm down a bit. And chill out. Chill out. You know, do whatever you can to chill. Yeah. Whatever that is. I don't know. I go for dinner. If, I really, if I'm feeling really, really, really bad, I go out for a nice dinner. Anywhere in particular? Or... I go to um, Cafe Bohem on Old Compton Street. Ooh. And it's... It's not actually that expensive. It's part of Soho House. Oh, this is where Soho House like banned me for forever. But and they do the same food as um, Soho House, oh, and it's great. gorgeous. And it's not that expensive. And you know, I go and have a, a croc forestier. I'm vegetarian. Save all the animals, except I do eat fish. Pescatarian. Save all the animals except for fish. Um, <laughs> but no, do say fish. Uh, but I go there, have croc forestier and chips and a beer, and Lovely. then. That's, that takes 45 minutes and I go back and I do some work lovely perfect best way to do it absolutely, absolutely. so chill out chill, chill out, out. chill sure. out so what can we as an industry together do to better everyone's mental health 
support each other. I, go and see your friends. If, if you're having a tough time, go and chat to someone. Don't, um, don't bury yourself in, in it. That's what I always think. Is it, it, and I get, I get why people do, and I get why it's really hard to talk about. But even if it's not a friend, there are people that do that professionally. And I think they're great people to talk to. You know, um, if you oh, get off Twitter, really get off Twitter. If you're having a bad day, I think social media, it might be controversial. I think it's one of the best things that's ever been invented because you know what's going on. Now use it responsibly. Use yeah. it twice a day. Go on it and scroll through and then get off. I mean, I'm the worst person for that because Instagram, just bright colours in my face. So when I get into bed, I look at Instagram and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's amazing. All my friends are on it. And I love it. I love posting a story. Oh, yeah. I love it. Love but an Insta story. I love an Insta yeah. story. But I try and do that in a really positive way for myself. So if I'm enjoying something, I'll put it up. And I don't, I don't do anything for on Instagram for a response unless I don't get enough likes. Then I'm very sad. Oh. No. Uh, I, I, I just do it in a positive way. And I think, especially for Twitter, I use that in a work way. And I think people need to be really cautious with the way they use Twitter and complaining constantly on it and. I saw a backlash about a show that announced a uh, name and I was astonished because it was like they targeted this celebrity for being cast in the show. Now, I know that there are debates that go on around that, but celebrities have to be cast in certain shows because otherwise the show won't employ 40 other people and or 20 other people or whatever. It's 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 part of the, the package. And yeah, it would be great if those jobs always went to new grads or people that have been working and working and working in a way. Now, I think it would just... I, I, I was astonished that the, the, the celebrity was getting a backlash because when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's that's a good bit of casting because they're really talented. And then people saying, well, you're only casting a name for the sake of it. And I was a bit like, but that's not a positive way of using that and yeah. supporting this person because it could be that they're really nervous about making their debut in, in this show. And I knew that this celeb had trained at a college I'm being as vague as I possibly can on, <laughs> but they were brilliant in it and no one uh, like had apologised for the backlash like, you know what I mean like it's just be cautious about it and don't target anyone and if you disagree with something talk to your friends about it don't, don't and I think there are certain things that you know Twitter is good for complaining about like potholes in roads. I think that's a very important <laughs> one. Let the council know. But I do think that there is a uh, uh, Twitter is full of this sort of vitriolic abuse all the time. And I think if yeah. you just bury yourself in that, that's not a good yeah. way to, to move forward. And I think forward. for the person yeah. at the other end, like that's going to result in mental health yeah, issues. Yeah, like, like when like... you when you get a tag on Twitter oh. and notification goes up, so this person it's must horrible. probably just read it. Yeah. And you know that must be awful. And yeah. I don't. If it was flipped. And, yeah. and the people, uh, the person that I saw complaining, if they were a celebrity and were cast in that, and that had happened, you'd have felt dreadful. Yeah. So I think just be conscious about how you use this yeah, stuff. Completely. And as you said, it it's a decision that helps employ other people if, it, if it, they need to be in that show. Yeah. But also, like the actor or actress did not, they they just got given the job. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think I, I think it's just a great way of employing people you know it's not in everyone's control and no one wants to um do stuff for the sake of it and yeah. there's always a reason for something and you know 
it's it's hard sometimes where you go, I know the perfect person for this role, and they're not they're not going to get it. But you know they could, you know maybe cover it or something, and they're yeah. why well, great. They'll they'll go on and they'll impress everyone. You know there was the um, Tash Barnes going on in Funny Girl. Funny Tash, is, Tash is a um, incredible performer, and when she went on, marvelous. Twitter exploded with this whole yeah. hooray, she's amazing, yeah. and that was great to yeah. see. And occasionally you do see that where people are like, look at the um, cast of, I don't know, Pinocchio. I don't know. <laughs> Just using a random <laughs> show now, but look at that, it's amazing. And that's how I think Twitter should be used. Yeah. And if you do have an issue with it, talk to your mates about it. Yeah. Just be careful who you yeah. target with this. Yes. Nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all. Yes, as my. So what advice would you give to aspiring casting directors? So I think with uh, anyone that wants to be a casting director, uh, well, actually, let me prefix it. I, as far as I'm aware, no one starts out meaning to be a casting director. Yeah. You either fall into it or it just happens at that point. I mean, Debs did so many jobs before she was a casting director. Mm-hmm. And now she is a casting director, but she did thousands of things before that. She went all the way from uh, stage management to general management to producing to being. A, I think at one point she was a wardrobe person. I. Amazing. She'll listen to this and say, "No, I wasn't." Very <laughs> sorry, but no. And then she then she fell into casting. Now, with anyone that wants to become a casting director, now I think write to us and say is there a chance we can shadow you? And we go, yeah, great. If, if we're on the right project, of course you can come in and sit with us. I have um, some friends that are going through a hard time in performing who have come and sat with us for a day and gone to their next audition and actually got a job, yeah. um, which is great. But you try and run for someone, look on arts jobs. I think that's one of them. I think the the CDG website post jobs, and I think there are various places, but people do advertise. I mean, for us, we our structure, the way it works, starts out as, you start out as a runner of auditions doing bits and bob where we've got it, then you become an assistant, and then you work for us all the time, and then you become an associate, and then an associate casting director, and then you become me, and I go to retire in the <laughs> Corsica. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bahamas, that's a nice oh, one. Oh, lovely. Um, the pegs. Yep, swim with pigs. I, I, yeah, absolutely. We take a Why not? pause there too. Yeah, yeah. Some the pigs. and now I know what a swimming pig looks like. A swimming pig. Wow, this has gone wild. <laughs> a swimming pig looks like, and um, I'm gonna go and do that. Except for the sharks. Not no the sharks. sharks. No thanks. Um, the pigs. Right, yeah, so you come in, and if we if we can have you run for us, great, absolutely. Or come and shadow us, and then figure out if it's definitely something you want to do. Or shadow us in the office to see what it actually entails because the auditions are the fun bit like you get to sit there and go oh I'm being sung at or oh you're a good actor or oh you're a very good dancer or whatever and yeah come and and see what we do outside of uh, auditions because that's the hard bit I mean relationship wise it's always a shock to see how much we work and how little time we actually have so scheduling in dates or date night or whatever is 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 difficult you know and that is something that i don't think people understand we don't just go home and have an evening yeah i go home and i do four hours worth of work and then i finish that bit of work and then i'll go oh hang on maybe i can get ahead and do that 
Now, what I'm really trying to do is make that better for myself and, 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 and go, oh, well, actually, I can have some personal time here. I can go for dinner now. I can go to the cinema. I don't know the last time I went to the cinema. But, you know, like, you do go and try and do that stuff. But that's what I think people should be aware of. If they're yeah, trying yeah. to get into casting, you sacrifice a lot of time and, you know, just don't try and figure out your hourly wage on it because you do go, oh, I'm working... 18 to 20 hours a day and you don't get paid hourly you know I just don't think people are aware of that having said that it's really fun you know and people should never forget that bit when they 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 start out casting is going this is fun you know and you know it's a business and we do treat it very seriously but actually we're listening to people all day every day and that's great what a great way to live what's your favourite edition song Oh, uh, for men, it's Proud of Your Boy, I love it, or Larger Than Life, for, um, oh, there's me not knowing what it's from. Someone can tweet that and tell me what it's from, I've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> but those are great. Um, for ladies, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Anything but... Oh, yeah. Alone, heart. <laughs> and now the only reason I say that is because we hear it a lot. It's a, it's a weird one because it's, uh, it's like a... Till now, I always oh, got that. One. And you know, that we hear one, that yeah. we hear that a lot. And you do just go, if you want to sing it, great, come and sing it. I don't mind enough not to sing it, but you know, I'd rather hear something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my favourite female song is. Ah, oh, um, wait a bit from Just So is one of my all-time oh. favourites. I just adore it. And when someone can absolutely nail that, I'm in my element. You've done it at the barns, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. when we sat in auditions for that, it was great. People just coming in and sing it, and then. Um, Molly Lynch who played it oh my god she was incredible like incredible absolutely uh, awesome so I, I just I have seen it it looks epic oh it was a great show it's and Kirk, Kirk did such a good job with it like it's because I, I don't know where, but it's just so I, I didn't know particularly well before we started working on it and then I looked into it and went this is a great show and mm. it is stars and Drew, so of course it's a great yeah, show yeah. Um, but Kirk did such an incredible job with it along with um, Nick and Joanna uh, but I loved it I really adored it and it was such a, such, such a good cast if you don't mind me saying <laughs> no but they were really great and um, yeah I loved it um, I was going to ask them what advice going off from advice from um, aspiring casting directors what advice would you give to actors there was one thing you could see. Don't forget this. to enjoy it. Like that's such a big part of it. Yeah, I think work really hard, really hone your craft. And if you know that you're struggling in one area, really focus on that and, and go to class and do whatever you can to improve on it whilst having fun with it. You know, find stuff that, that, that if you've got a song in your rep that you absolutely nail have fun when you do it you know really really it's the little things right yeah. like say so I, I used to sing um, Red Daniel Merriweather yeah. and there was yeah. a, there was a riff in it I did and I loved doing it I can't riff at all but there was one I did in that and I enjoyed that so it made sort of yeah. that song worthwhile for me yeah. and I you know finding those little moments in auditions where you know someone tells a joke and you go ha that was funny that, that's not how I laugh <laughs> just ha ha yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm auditioning for something uh, next week that I'm directing and I've done the awful thing that director do and says, come in and bring a joke. Plus the two sides I've 
asked you to prepare. But come in and prepare a joke for me, and it can be absolutely anything. The reason I've done that is because I want to end the audition with both of us laughing, even if it's a terrible joke. Like, the worst possible joke, like... I've um, got a really good joke. Go on. Okay. Why do elephants have trunks? I don't know. Because they don't look good in bikinis. <laughs> See, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like, right? like, I, I, would, I would quite happily, like, <laughs> just deal with that one forever. That, that's very good. good I, my, my parents used to tell me the joke, and I'm pretty... So, my, my dad also writes um, pantos. So, joke season starts on January the 1st. And it goes through to December the 1st. And then he's got a month off over Christmas where he's, like, done panto. Yeah. Um, but he tells those jokes all year round. And one of them, how do you make a... Um, I'm going to get this wrong as well. Oh. I'm actually going to get it wrong. Uh, how do you make a Swiss roll? Push him down and out. Uh, uh, and it's not it's not funny, but that joke for me just makes me go, ha Or how do you make a gooseberry puff? Chase it around the garden. Now, that's very funny. That is funny. That is at funny. home, no one laughed at that joke, but just so everyone knows, I'm really laughing. <laughs> very funny. But I think, you know, that's exactly why I'm telling people to bring jokes in, because I'm like, let's have yeah. fun whilst you come yeah. in. Let's try and take some pressure out of the situation. I've asked you to prepare two sides. We'll be doing that. And then they get to tell a crap joke. Great. Love it. Loads of fun. Addition goals. That's probably the most stressful bit of that audition, isn't it? It's Asking someone to but, tell yeah. a joke. But, but then hearing that you, you're like oh it'll be really funny yeah it'll be great yeah, then what, I can't wait what if you don't laugh no I will I laugh a lot and it can be a really inappropriate joke you don't need to be particularly well behaved in my auditions in terms of jokes and language because I'll laugh you know yeah. Yeah. so Harry could you walk into a room today and say I'm having a bad mental health day could I uh yeah yeah, I think it's dependent on room. I wouldn't walk into a uh, a job interview and say it, yeah. but I would. I would absolutely say it to loved ones because because yeah. that's that's why people are there. And of course, if you are having a bad day, we can usually pick up on that. We really can, and we're on your side. So in my auditions, I say if someone's had a really stressful one and they they get all word jumbled like I do when I talk. But if they just stutter everything and they can't get through, I say, look, go and have five minutes outside in the in the in the cafe or the waiting area or wherever, and just breathe and come back when you're yeah. ready, and we'll absolutely see you again. But there's never a reason to think that we're not going to help with that. We're, of course, we'll support. And anyone can walk into my room, uh, my audition room, and say it. And I would go, okay, how do we help? You know, how do we get through that? I think, as me, I wouldn't do it on a in a job interview, yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that answer that? Absolutely. I just, yeah. You know, I, I think everyone deserves a, the best possible chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I, you know, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Wow. Cracking interview. Yeah, Harry, thank you so much. No, thank you. We have one thanks more game. You. We do. Thanks you. Thanks you. I did that on a tweet. I did that on a tweet. I tweeted from the Industry Minds account. No, I said, thank you. And Scarlett just screenshotted us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, Twitter, it causes stress immediately, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why she does it. That's why I do this one. So we have uh, one more game to play before we finish. What's this one? This is called Finish the Sentence. Oh, I should have stopped you and said sentence. Yeah. Finish the... Sentence. Yeah. I like this. You should have a theme tune and a jingle to go with it. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is... 
stroke the dog and have a cup of coffee. My go-to shower song is... A go-to shower song? Yeah. Oh, um, Firework, Katy Perry. Sorry. <laughs> yes! Um, a play I would love to direct is... Uh, Up and Under, John Godbert, or Jumpers for Goalposts, or... Uh, there are so many. Yes. So many. Never ending oh, do you know, actually, I'm going to take all of that away and I'm going to say um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Oh, yeah. And I want, I want two people especially to do it. I'm not going to say it on here. My favourite press night drink is... Beer. The bougiest thing I do daily is... Work at Above the Stag? No. <laughs> um, the bougiest thing I do daily... Bougie? What's your little yeah. bougie thing? Do you have a, it could be weekly or monthly. Like, what's your wee bougie thing that's... Like, yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Well, I suppose walk down Old Compton Street every day yeah. with the dog. Yeah. That's pretty bougie, isn't it? Yeah, that is bougie. Yeah. 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 Do you strut? Like, what type of music? Well, usually I limp, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I can strut. Yeah. Fabulous. Like Fabulous. Yeah. Um, my most valuable possession is. What, like an object? Anything. Yeah. The dog. Yeah. Oh. Mental health is important to me because I want everyone to feel as good as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. If I was prime minister for a day, I would reverse Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> everyone should be more chill. Yeah, love it. Right, thank you okay. so much for no, joining thank you. us. And this, I think that you guys are amazing for doing this. So well done. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Industry Minds and we hope you enjoyed this week's episodes. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to listen to our new episodes which are out every Thursday. If you are interested in our counselling service please email maryindustryminds at gmail.com or just get in touch with us. For news on future guests and events, oi oi, please check out our Instagram and Twitter accounts over at Industry Minds UK. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back with you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.